returning to hear that shake of the era. So, yeah, so he is the shake of this era. And I'm going to return to reading to, to Rumi. So, Masnavi, the fifth book, and uh, this line uh, to. Twenty-seven, thirty-six. Uh, um, uh, so, if it was not for you, I would not have created this podcast. Okay. Oh, a sheikh became a wandering beggar there. Love didn't care about his rank. Beware. Love boils the ocean like a cauldron, and love crumbles massive mountains just like sand. Love splits apart the heavens frequently. Yeah, I guess it's sort of like a cracks open a, a wormhole or something. Love splits apart the heavens frequently. Love makes the ground shake also nonchalantly. See, love makes the ground shake also nonchalantly. Pure love united with Muhammad too, God said for love of him. If not for you, yeah, if it wasn't for, if not for you, I wouldn't even be doing this podcast. Or why wouldn't you do it just for yourself? Or you don't do something for its own sake so you can listen to it. If not for you, I even with you, I with if not with you, I'd still be doing this podcast for myself. God said for love of him, if not for you. And since in love, he was the final goal. He was unique in his prophetic role. If it were not for the sake of pure love, would I have made the heavens up above? Yeah, it's all for the sake of pure love. I raised that lofty spear so you would know the loftiness of love from down below. Yeah, we're learning about the loftiness of love in this poetry. And further benefits come from that sphere. It's like the egg that hatches chicks down here. I brought the ground low down so you could see that love is based on true humility. And we gave grass and freshness to bare ground so you see how ascetics change around. Yeah, and I do this podcast so you can see what what it's like, uh, you can get a taste for true love uh, based on my true humility. That love is based on true humility and we gave grass and freshness to bare ground so you can see how ascetics change around and you could see, and I have ascetic qualities so you could watch them change and stuff. These solid mountains show the quality of lovers' states in firmest constancy. Yeah, and I try to achieve a firm constancy in these podcasts and consistent dedication to meditation. 
Although the former is just an image, it is closer to your mind's reach, isn't it? Anguish is something people will compare with barbs. It's just so you will be aware. Hearts, too, aren't really stony, but, my son, we say that as an apt comparison. Yeah, some of this stuff, we just say it as comparisons. If something is beyond conception's limit, blame your conception's power or don't dismiss it. Yeah, and if you can't understand mysticism or this poetry or this podcast, uh, then it's beyond your conception's limit and don't dismiss it, okay? Mm. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes I go into little short meditations like up to four times a day uh, Like, if one of them doesn't work, I just try again. Okay. Uh, It may seem imprudence. Why don't you just do longer, more accurate meditations? You don't have to retry. Yeah, okay. The sheikh went begging four times in one day, up to the prince's palace on his way. Yeah, I see my go out maybe sometimes too often to the stores and looking around for something to eat, and I'm... It's like begging, I guess. Yeah. Like I was saying, just driving a car is like slavery. Like, if you wait at the light, or you obey traffic lights, and if you obey speed limits, and you're watching out for for red light cameras and speed cameras, you are begging uh, not to be, to get a ticket, so it's like begging all the time, and yeah, it's slavery to have both a car loan and to drive the car, and to, to be stuck in the car, and to be stuck in traffic, and yeah, you've gotten tired of that stuff, I know, yeah, well, Basket in hand, something for God, he said. The soul's creator seeks a piece of bread. Yeah, and I ended up getting like a piece of bread at that Italian restaurant on uh, Lexington Avenue, even though we got, we actually ate, uh, actually ate out and uh, actually ate bread. Really? This statement is absurd and very silly. It makes universal reason even giddy. The prince saw him, imprudent one, speak less. Don't you smear my name with your stinginess. What thick-skinned front to come in such a way to my home and beg four times in one day? Yeah, I guess God's irritated with me for for my little uh, reattempts at meditation with my short ones and my, uh, he, he thinks I should do a full set of uh, a one hour, two hour meditation instead of just coming around in the morning and the evening with a short meditation and begging for, well, I don't really beg, I just thank God for, uh, I don't beg for things. I. I thank him for for already doing the stuff I want. What? 
Well, that's just used, that's still begging, it's using psychology. Where you thank God for, for well, you do thank him for the things he did do for you. And uh, Well, he made a lot of my problems, so I might take the view that they were, they were greatly watered down and decreased problems that are minor problems, which which were greatly reduced and overcome. Oh, yeah. So then you're not begging for anything? Or, well, with the things that I want, I'll just thank God for already giving it to me. What? What? Does that work? Um, to, to my own beg four times in a day, who's bound to you, shake over here? I've never seen such a brazen, expectant beggar. Yeah, in a way, I'm kind of a brazen, expectant beggar, and uh, the way I do it is kind of brazen, and maybe it does piss off God and to to actually have the chutzpah to pre-thank Him for something you want and try to to actually use psychology on God is like. That is like brazen, yeah. Seeing such a brazen, expectant beggar, you have made beggars' reputations rot in this podcast, yeah. Avas, like ugliness, is what you brought. Avasi, Dubsi, has your kick sidekicks roll. Spare infidels from such an ill-stared, stared soul. I'm bound by God's command, the sheikh then said, be silent and don't boil in rage instead. Yeah, and that one, the one lady was still like uh, upset over when one of my friends had yelled at her and I said she had, a, he had a problem with getting angry at times and I said that he's been angry at, at us as well and but not to get too upset over him that he gets angry at stuff. We don't even know the reason, and so. Be silent and don't boil in rage instead. So I said, <laughs> not to worry about it, and I told her how some people, they have a weakness, but they have other good qualities, and uh, and the, her husband was saying it, trying to calm her down. There's, she was still upset from the prior prior day, which is not even the prior day. It's like two days back. Because he had yelled at her, so be silent and don't boil in rage instead. Had I seen in me craving for some bread, I'd have ripped up that belly then instead for seven years. I've lived off fine leaves, too, to love's fire, which can cook the body, too. Yeah, I can actually cook my body, in a way, through meditation. From eating fresh and dry leaves, as you've seen, this body of mine has been turning green. Yeah, and I, in a way, I try to, I say, like, stuff, dumb stuff, like, like on the food pyramid, like 90% is, uh, 95% of my food pyramid is greens. What? Yeah, like just salad greens. Oh, really? That's ridiculous. You would turn green. From eating fresh and dry leaves, as you've seen, this body of mine has been turning green.
Yeah, so I am, in a way, I, it makes sense that my body's green. While you are, be, you are behind the human veil that covers, don't look down critically upon God's lovers. Yeah, so don't look down critically upon me. So don't like it to criticism of my podcast, okay? Clever ones who can split hairs as an art and even learnt astronomy by heart with sorcery, magic, and philosophy, though they lacked knowledge of reality. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of people, they'll try to trick you. And, yeah, so... I was tricked and fooled at the ATM in a way, so, yeah. Yet have been striving to their highest levels, which helped them to surpass their nearest rivals. Faced love's withdrawal and exclusivity with this sun vanishing from them, you see. How come the sun just vanished from sight? Of those who see the stars both day and night. Yeah, and the master was saying that you're supposed to be like, uh, you're supposed to be up all night in the remembrance of God, and you're not supposed to be eating, and what are the signs of a true lover? So I'm trying to figure that out. So, So quit this, listen to me, and beware. Yeah, so listen to Rumi in this podcast and beware. So quit this, listen to me, and beware. View lovers with love's eye now, if you care. Souls look ahead and there's no time to waste. Yeah, like if you're not, like, he was saying, like, if you're not having tears of remembrance of the master and stuff, that go inward, like, on on so, on so tears, A A N S O O, and not een so tears, E E N S O O, for love for the world, then your time, your life is wasted. Oh, God, yeah. Souls look ahead and there's no time to waste. Don't waste it. Well, I'm trying to not waste it. I mean, uh, I am. Uh, I did morning meditation, and I guess I could do more meditation. <laughs> yeah. Well, how would you? How are you gonna do more meditation? Yeah. Well, that's the question. I guess uh, I could will it in this podcast. Uh, okay. So is that take planning and coordination or is that a life hack or yeah it's all the hacks in a way it's the king of life hacks and to do perfected meditation is the king of life hacks okay they can apologize now due to waste understand don't rely on speech alone and you can't just rely on this book or like uh, words and all this stuff. Um, don't rely on speech alone. Don't wound the lover's breast. Leave them alone. Their ecstasies are making you suspicious. Mm. 
Don't quit your vigilance then. Keep being cautious, compulsory, allowed, impossible. Select the middle course then, if you will. Yeah, I'm going to take maybe the middle way and to try to achieve balance. And I'm going to spend uh, the... Right now, I had to juggle my schedule and I had to, I had to meditate in the morning and then I... Uh, it was rain was expected. I took my wife to church. I had to move the car, and I parked the car by the tennis court, and I went and I played anyways. What? You mean it didn't rain? Yeah. Well, the court was wet, and I found a guy, and we played, and and I played for seventy minutes on my watch. What? And you actually burned seven hundred calories, huh? Yeah, I burned 700 calories just as like a tennis warm-up with a stranger. Oh, really? So you found some strange young guy. There's, these are all young guys. The one guy's still going to Queens College. And they're like, you play with like students. So, yeah. So I've selected the middle course, though, and now I can... Uh, I did the master's broadcast, and I listened to the broadcast at a, after 11, and then I, I'm at home doing this podcast, and later on at 2 o'clock, I might go out and do tennis again with, with Gusto. And they were joking, like, my friends, the ones, uh, the couple, they were joking that, oh, and then you can go play in the evening. Because <laughs> they know my... The, my ways and I, but I don't actually play much more than three hours a day anymore. Though I used to play like up to six or something, but those were crazy times during the pandemic and all that stuff. So I select the middle course then, if you will. So I'm more in a balance now because I have two hours of meditation and two, three hours of tennis and two one or two hours of piano playing and reading books. What? You have all these things you're doing? Is it balanced? And are you on the middle way or the, going down the middle? Or Yeah, something like that. Huh. Hmm. <clears throat> well, I, I would like to not do anything unless it was my by the divine promptings in this podcast. The sheikh said this, and then wept loudly there, tears rolling down his cheeks, which showed he cares care. His being sincere thus touched the prince's mind. Each moment love cooks marvels, you will find. Lover's sincerity moves an inert thing. So moving knowing hearts is not amazing. Moses's being sincere moved rod and mountain. Yeah, I just need to try to get a deeper sincerity in a way. So I don't know how to do that. I mean, I guess you just meditation can accumulate that, I guess. So what's more, a touch to the majestic mountain? I can touch upon the majestic mountain of bliss inside me. Mohammed's once moved the moon's beauty and it stopped the bright sun's movement. That was planned. Well, Mohammed and all the stuff he did. And 
Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't want to try to describe all, what all Muhammad did. and I'm not really an expert in what Muhammad did. And I'm not prepared to have a discussion with all the Wahhabis and all those different branches of Sufism and the Shias and the Sunnis and all this stuff. You guys can go in a room by yourself and you can argue over what Muhammad did, okay? I don't care. Why, why, what, you don't care? No. Yeah, I don't, and I think you should not be, those Mojave types should not be, like, destroying, like, Sufi, uh, the Sufi shrines and stuff, you know. Yeah, prince and renunciant thus faced each other, and as they both wept, they let out a holler. After they had wept a little, the prince spoke out, Arise, a worthy man, you can pick out whatever you want from my treasury. <laughs> yeah, I was re reading the treasury of uh, uh, Dogen. Trojan's treasury is this. Treasury is like the Zen teachings of the Zen master Dojin on Japan. Whatever you want from my treasury, though you deserve much more than that from me, my home is yours. Choose what you like for you. The two worlds aren't enough. Yeah, the two worlds, the, the things in this world maybe not be enough anyway, so. That is my view. Yeah, so whatever I choose around in the world, I mean, it's pretty much transitory anyways. And uh, so and part of the time in my middle course, in my what following the middle way, I choose things that would benefit my soul uh, into eternity. So, oh, really? Yeah, whatever you want from my treasury, though you deserve much more than that from me, my home is yours, choose what you like. For you, the two worlds aren't enough, that is my view, he said. I've not been granted the permission to pick out something by my own volition. Have I got permission to pick out something by my own volition? Huh. Yeah, that's the funny thing is, I'm trying to pick. I cannot overstep or interfere by my own will like this, if I'm sincere. Yeah, I can't just plug my own own will and all that stuff into this podcast if it's going to be sincere. Okay. He thus gave his excuse and stepped away because the gift was not sincere that day. It was sir, sincerely free from enmity and rage, but not that shake sincerity. God has commanded me thus. Then he said, go like a beggar asking for some bread. Huh. Yeah, I'm begging for, I guess, uh, for attention, and uh, I'm begging right now to, for more spiritual grace and... Oh, so you are begging, yeah. If I could just get a small half glance from the master, 
that would be better than having none. <laughs> a half, half of a glance, yeah. The wise will find a hint, the hints in this podcast sufficient. So they are sufficient to, if you're wise, you'll find something that's sufficient, uh, sufficiently wise. The prompting came to the sheikh from the unseen in these past two years. You have taken and given on our command, but from now on, you are only to give and not to take. Yeah. So what it is is this guy, (laughs) he was offering me a free, like, gloves, and he said how oh, they were, like, from the church and all this stuff, and and it's interesting that I, I don't even take gifts, free things, uh, so I've declined, uh, well, plus you don't want the clutter, and uh, I don't know, so I'm only giving and not taking. Oh, okay. Keep your hand under the hat, mat, which we have made like the bag of Abu Araha. For what is due to you, you will find whatever you want there. Yeah, whatever is due to me, I'll find anyways. This is so that the people of this world should learn that there is something beyond this world. Where if you take dust in your hand, it turns to gold. Yeah, if you were to go into the worlds up and beyond, uh, the master keeps talking about going to the inner world, and like the dust will just turn to gold there anyways. The dead who enter there become alive. The most ill-stared become the most favored by the stars. Unbelief becomes faith, and poison becomes antidote. But... It is not in this world, nor outside of it, neither under nor over, neither joint nor separate, without us knowing its description. Every moment, thousands of impressions and symbols become manifest. The work of the hand in the form of a hand, the glance of the eye in the form of an eye, eloquence in the tongue, in the form of a tongue. Neither inside nor outside, neither joint nor separate. The wise will find a hint sufficient. So, a hint. I'm trying to get hints. and uh, Well, the master, he's given a number of hints, and uh, he keeps telling the same stuff that he kept saying out over and over again, the master, so give hints. <laughs> The sheikh for two years did this, and then later an order reached him from God, the creator. You'll give, but never beg beyond this hour. So I don't usually go out after this hour, and it's probably going to rain anyways. And uh, I'm not, on a Sunday night, I usually just go in early and don't go out. And I didn't go out. I came home at... uh, Five and park a car, and I don't go out begging it late on Sunday nights. You'll give and never beg beyond this hour from the unseen. You have given you, we have given you this power to do this podcast. Whoever asks for something just like that, hand it to him from under this great mat. Yeah, this a great mat is sort of like Sant Mat, Sant Mat. 
Santmat. Hand it to him from under this great Santmat. Give it from tre- Mercury's treasure with no limit. Yeah, so I give out to the stuff in this podcast without any limitation. So dust will now turn to gold in this podcast. Dust will now turn to gold in your hand. Give it whatever's asked for. Give. And don't feel stressed. Yeah, you're not supposed to feel stressed. Don't get stressed from this podcast, you know. It's not stressful. This is supposed to uh, it's supposed to relax. Uh, Sunday night is not stressful. And she's saying, Davy, come eat your lentils, so I'm just gonna go eat to not be stressed. Uh, there's no limit to God's huge largess uh, in this podcast. And I bestow there is no reduction, so there's no limit to God's huge our guess. In our bestow there's no reduction and no regret about this generous action. Yeah, so there's no really regrets uh, when you read this stuff. You put your hand beneath the mat to hide the truth thus from the evil eye outside. From under that mat, bring out what you they lack. Give it to beggars with a broken back. Give that wage which demands no work to earn it. So he's saying, give that wage which demands no work to earn it. So you should just pay, give things to people and to not ask for anything in return. Oh, okay. Give that wage which demands no work to earn it. So I pay um, pay um, people to not work. Really? Well, well, that's what they do to me, I guess. Give the fine pearl to anyone who earns it. Well, if they've earned it, huh? Who's an example of somebody earned it? Mm. A little girl actually expressed a genuine uh, interest in uh, in learning piano after she heard Bach. So, give the fine pearl to anyone who earns it. God's hands above their hands, and you should be like God's hand. Give provisions liberally. What's he trying to do? Have me give away all my money or something? My God, what am I going to do? Release from their binds, so said a large debt. Hmm. Who owes me a lot of money? Like rain transformed to green, this world's vast carpet. For one more year he worked as he was told, giving the Lord of Judgment's purses gold. Dirt turned to gold in his hand, generous giver. Hatem Tai before him was a beggar. Huh. Hmm. And here the sheikh, he knows the thoughts of the beggars without them having to say them. Well, technically you're supposed to have some level of uh, of psychic powers and just reading that book on uh, 
the roots of yoga, there's a really a lot of, a whole section on uh, all the powers, and uh, there's a lot more than just reading thoughts, so. How the Sheikh knew the thoughts of beggars without them having to say them, and the Mount of Loans of debtors likewise, which is a sign of depart to my creation with my attributes. Uh, if a poor man would not talk, he could read his mind and give him something for his need. Uh, you're saying you should give read the minds of beggars and give them something they need. Uh, well, that's one way to do selfless service, I guess. It's more effective, actually. If a poor man would not talk, he could, he as in the sheikh, uh, or an enlightened sheikh, or the yogi with transcendental powers, he could read his mind and give him something for his need. Well, there's a thing where you you give somebody, you get somebody, or you bring something somebody needs uh, before they ask for it. So, like, if you sort of know in advance, it's more convenient. And uh, I like my own convenience because I'm extremely selfish with respect to my conveniences. So it's more convenient for me to know what a beggar needs before he asks so I can conveniently get it before he and know <laughs> to my convenience. He could read his mind and give him something for his need. He'd give the hunchback what he had in mind, no more, no less, exactly the right kind. They'd ask him then, how did you know that he was hoping to receive that secretly? My heart's house now is empty, he'd advise. Empty a beggar just like paradise. Empty of beggars, just like paradise, nothing but love of God's left in my heart. Well, that'd be nice if nothing was left but love of God in my heart. We empty out all that crappy materialistic desires and all those worries. That'd be nice. Uh, well, if you do your evening meditation, uh, what am I going to meditate? <laughs> Nothing but love of God left in my heart, the thoughts of union with him not to part. I've swept this house so clear of good and evil that is filled with love of the one God, people. Anything other than God that I should see reflects from beggars it is not from me. If dates appear in water that you see, they are just reflecting from a nearby tree. If you see forms in water, they are not there. Those are reflections from outside, beware. To clear the water from the chips on it, cleansing the body's prerequisite. Cleansing the body's a prerequisite. Huh. Well, you do have a prerequisite to cleanse the body and the mind and all this stuff. And to be purified so you can see God. So no, so no trash stays and no turbidity. Yeah, if I could get rid of the trash. and Well, I took out the trash, and well, she likes me to get the trash out of the house. So even before the 
recycling bags are full. We take them out. And, uh, so no trash days and no turbidity. And uh, no turbidity is my goal, I guess. And it reflects one's face reliably. Your body's full of muddy water. Start. Well, my I have had a bunch of mud and junk in my mind, so I've been trying to clear it out. And I started drinking, um, I guess it's bottled water, I don't know. That one story on Instagram, this guy did a frightening Instagram post on tap water. Oh, God. Your body's full of muddy water. Start to clean that water now, foe of the heart. Hmm. So I have to clean up the water? Man. Well, I have a water... A water uh, percentage or water weight or whatever you call it in the the scale. You love that you love to pour dirt in the stream through eating and sleeping always, though that's self defeating. Well, he he keeps saying that stuff of just laying around sleeping and eating is self defeating. Yeah. We've seen that come up before, so. Yeah, I've been trying to stop just pouring stuff down my mouth and all that stuff. Yeah, Yeah, you want to be an advanced mystic. You can't just eat all the time, yeah. The way to read people's minds, but once the water's heart is clear at last, Faces' reflections are then clearly cast. Unless your inner world's been purified, your house is full with evil beasts inside. Well, his world, he may have been purified, I suppose. Uh, Rumi got purified when he wrote this poetry, so he doesn't have the stupidity that I have. Oh, I'm still cleaning up around here. Stubbornly stuck in asininity. When will you learn of Christ-like souls? Tell me. If images appear, how will you know from where they have arrived to make a show? Your body fades on self-denial's way until all thoughts inside are swept away. Well, he's saying sweep away your thoughts and... You spend your whole lifetime just cleaning up your thoughts and meditation. Yeah. Hmm. The donkey tried debating very long with that fox, but its hunger was too strong. Well, so greed prevailed. Its patient, its patience had to break. Many gullets cut, get cut. For love of cake. That truth-supported messenger has said poverty's almost unbelief. We've read that donkey was the prisoner of hunger. If it's a pot and I die, I'll no longer suffer from 
torturous hunger anyway. If this is life, death's better any day. Although the donkey had vowed previously, it lapsed instead of because of asininity. Well, a donkey is sort of like an ass, I guess. And so does it have asininity? <laughs> I hope I don't lapse into asininity, though. Seems I have lapsed into asininity. I'm trying to get straightened out and I'm getting purified. I'm cleaning up my water and I've been drinking uh, spring water and uh, did meditation this morning and I I only ate healthy food except for I had a piece of bread and I had lentils and salad and Greed makes one blind and stupid. It will make the stupid think death's a good choice to take. Stupid. So greed makes one blind and stupid. For donkey, soul's death isn't easy, is it? Because they lack the Everlasting spirit, lacking this, it is wretched totally. Well, I suppose donkeys don't really have uh, the same advantages we have, and the master keeps saying how we should be grateful. Be grateful that we have, we're born as people and human beings, and then we got initiated, and then. We took grace upon ourselves and to to do regular practice of meditation. Uh-huh. Well, the donkey didn't even get born as a human, so. Well, are you grateful for this book and this, and uh, for this podcast and for your wife's cooking and fun? The donkey soul's death isn't easy, is it? Because they lack the everlasting spirit. Lacking this, it is wretched totally. Boldness before death is stupidity. Strive till your soul's eternal when you die. Oh, goodness. Huh. Yeah, I wish we'd be striving till my... Soul is eternal when I die. Grazing on all the fields till midnight fall to be sated and grow quickly stronger too. What will I eat tomorrow in despair? It worries at night, wakes thin as a hare. When morning comes, the field turns green in haste. Green shoots and sprouts as high as someone's waist. The cow wakes hungry, so it once again grazes till nightfall on all the plain. It thus grows bigger, patterning up like that, its body getting nourishment and fat. At night, due to anxiety and sorrow, it grows thin and fears lack of food tomorrow. <laughs> God. I worry about food all the time. Well, you worry about it, and you keep asking your wife what, what's for dinner, and what's for lunch, and when's lunch, and you're a lot like that cow, yeah. 
Well, I don't have that much fear until... Fears lack of food tomorrow. What will I eat at mealtime in the day? For years the cow behaves in the same way, never thinking. For many years I'd eat on this same pasture and I'd never meet a day where when I would not find daily bread. Why then this deep anxiety and dread? Yeah, why do I have such deep anxiety about... Huh? You must go to the meeting. Must go. And what must must go to? Si, yeah, Ruby was saying more what the Davy was. No, no, Ruby si said ve. I was más flaca. Sí, si, pero si ve que las frutas sí si lo ponen a uno muy así, las frutas. Now no. she's claiming. She's taking the credit. <laughs> she's going to take the credit I lost eight pounds or so because I had my uh, one week challenge of no fruit and uh, which I. I sort of cut back, and I had purposely made it successful, so my wife could take credit, and I didn't eat uh, junk food and all that stuff. So. Really, you're successful. <laughs> well, I'm trying to become much less of a cow, <laughs> but you sound like a cow. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, a day when I would not find daily bread, so I don't have that anxiety. I suppose God provides me with, usually has provided me with my basic needs, but just barely. What? You mean just barely? He didn't give you any luxury amounts and didn't get you... Uh, well, he hasn't provided me with any five-star hotels or restaurants or nothing, but but I don't have deep anxiety about that. So why then this deep anxiety? And when night falls, that cow grows thin again. My nurturer's gone. I, how will I cope then? This cow's the carnal soul. The field it's in is this world. Where through worry it grows thin, thinking, what will I eat? I am perplexed. Where should I seek food during daytime next? Yeah, I'm always wondering if I should get something from the farmer's market or the grocery store or the deli. Or, oh, and but I, if I just don't think about it, and I lately haven't been buying hardly anything. Uh, the f I went to the farmer's market and all I bought was a bag of greens. Uh, green, uh, literally uh, salad greens. So, Where shall I seek food during daytime next? I've eaten now four years, not gone without. Look at the past and future, do not doubt. Remember the fine food you've eaten here. Don't worry what's left or feel mortal fear. Well, that's kind of nice. I'm not going to worry then. So I have worried about some things. So. Huh. All right, so you're not going to worry? Oh. I'm not going to worry and act like a cow looking for something to eat all the time. 
so I'm not going to worry because I'll have the provisions that I need, I guess. Uh, you'll have provisions on which to rely. It has no confidence that the great feeder might scatter from the unseen Larry Crestnear. Grace hasn't left it lacking daily bread. Uh, till now, though, it's felt hunger pains instead. A hundred other pains take hunger's place from indigestion raising up their face. Yeah, they have a thing in Zen which is like a constructive, uh, what do they call it? Constructive, uh, what's it? Constructive uh, minimalism or something. Uh, you could probably just apply that to food and eat just enough to not get indigestion, I guess. Mm -hmm. Hunger, suffering's better, isn't it? It's light and gentle and gives benefit. Well, that's like saying that being hungry when you go to bed at night and skipping dinner is uh, better. And it's, it's like saying uh, the suffering is good for you, like taking a cold shower or something. Uh, and it gives benefit, hunger, sufferings, purer than such pains, especially since it gives you virtuous gains. Oh, goodness. So I'll just go hungry or something? No. So my new thing is I could just go hungry when my wife hasn't cooked and don't add any more food to the mix. So, um, so. So you're explaining the ex excellence of abstention and hunger, yeah. Hunger's medicine, sultan, so embrace it. Hunger's medicine's sultan, so embrace it. Don't look down at it when you have to face it. Every unsweet thing is made sweet by hunger. Well, yeah. Without it, all sweet things would be shunned, brother. One day a man was eating moldy bread. How can you eat this, somebody then said. When hunger's doubled through abstention's power, barley bread tastes like hawa then that hour. I eat just halva after I abstain. Uh, I fast a lot, of course, with much to gain. No, 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 no. He fasted a lot, so. So, if you want to be a poet and a mystic and be like Balana Romi, then you could say, I fast a lot, of course, with much to gain. But then you could eat halva <laughs> after I abstained from. Huh. Well, I don't know. Not everyone can truly master hunger. Not everyone can master this stuff, so... You have to have the grace of the master to get any control over anything, practically, so... Not everyone can truly master hunger because this lower realm is full of fodder. Hunger's bestowed on God's elite. As then it makes them powerful lions among men. Yeah, you could become a powerful lion, I guess, if you don't eat. <laughs> How could such hunger reach each beggar near? They give him fodder since there's so much here.
Eat up, for you are worthless, he is told. Your bread fall, not the waterfall is bold. A sheikh with his disciple rushed ahead towards the town where there was little bread. Then fear of hunger gave the latter stress. Fear of hunger, constantly due to his own heedlessness. Well, nowadays it's like we don't really have that much fear of hunger. I suppose they could have had it back then, and we have a, a good supply chain, and most towns have a store, and most people have enough nowadays food to eat. Then fear of hunger gave the latter stress, constantly due to his own needlessness. The sheikh could read his mind and was aware. How long will you stay miserable in there? You are consumed with sorrow over bread, losing all trust and patience from your head. You are not one of the marvelous elite to not have nuts and raisins. You'll soon eat hunger for their great souls of sustenance. How could that be for you, you giddy dunce? Relax, you aren't one of them that you should stay without bread in your kitchen too. Bowl upon bowl, loaf upon loaf are here for regular men needing them. Yeah, if you're regular, I mean, you could just eat bread. I mean, it's not really the place and you're not part of the elite. You should just eat, just eat food all the time. That's clear. When such a one dies, Fred steps up to shout. He killed himself through fear of going without. Huh. Yeah, most people kill themselves through fear of going without. After you have gone, Fred stays. Arise and take it. You who would kill yourself with grief, mistake it. Trust God and stop your limbs from shaking, too. Your daily bread is more in love with you than you with it. So, my bread's more... In a way, the, the, the bakeries and things and the bread itself is more in love with me than I am with it. Oh, okay. For this, it's not come near... Your total lack of patience interfere. If you had patience, patience, it would not now hover, but throw itself at you just like a lover. Why shake with fever, fearing hunger, when one can trust God? Then live as sated men. Huh. 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 Oh. In this world, a green island was once known, which a sweet-mouthed cow lived all alone. Huh. Where's this cow living alone? Grazing on all the fields till midnight, to be sated and grow quickly, stronger too. What will I eat tomorrow? In despair, it worries at night, wakes thin as a hare. When morning comes, the field turns green in haste. Green shoots and sprouts as high as someone's waist. 
A cow wakes hungry, so it once again grazes till midnight, nightfall on all the plain. It thus grows fatter and fattening up like that, its body getting nourishment and fat. At night, due to anxiety and sorrow, it grows thin and fears lack of food tomorrow. What will I eat at mealtime in the day? For years the cow behaves in the same way. Never thinking for many years I'd eat on the same pasture and I'd never meet a day when I would not find any bread. Uh, why then this deep anxiety and dread? And when night falls, that cow grows thin again. Yeah, I suppose I could get thinner in the night somehow if I don't eat so late. And my nurture's gone. How will I cope then? Huh. This cow's the carnal soul. This podcast is the carnal soul. The field is in is this world where through worry it grows thin. Thinking what will I eat, I am perplexed. Where should I seek food during the daytime next? Yeah, when? Where am I going to play tennis next if it rains? And what am I going to do tomorrow? Where are we going to find a UPS store? And, you know, I'm perplexed. You've eaten now for years, not going without. Look at the past and future, do not doubt. Remember the fine food you've eaten here. Yeah, I can think over all the places I've eaten in uh, New York City and uh, all the fine food and think of all the food that I've eaten. Don't worry what's left or feel mortal fear. So I'm going to think of all the stuff I've been eating and just keep eating, I guess. (laughs)